Chapter three of an essay of the shaking palsy by James Parkinson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter three shaking palsy distinguished from other diseases with which it may be confounded treating of a disease resulting from an assemblage of symptoms some of which do not appear to have yet engaged the general notice of the profession particular care is required whilst endeavouring to mark its diagnostic characters it is sufficient in general to point out the characteristic differences which are observable between the diseases in some respects resembling each other but in this case more is required it is necessary to show that it is a disease which does not accord with any which are marked in the systematic arrangements of nosologists and that the name by which it is here distinguished has been hitherto vaguely applied to diseases very different from each other as well as from that to which it is now appropriated palsy either consequent to compression of the brain or dependent on partial exhaustion of the energy of that organ may when the palsied limbs become affected with tremulous motions be confounded with this disease in those cases the abolition or diminution of a voluntary muscle action takes place suddenly the sense of feeling being sometimes also impaired but in this disease the diminution of the influence of the will on the muscles comes on with extreme slowness is always accompanied and even preceded by agitations of the affected parts and ever by a lessened sense of feeling the dictates of the will are even in the last stages of the disease conveyed to the muscles and the muscles act on this impulse but their actions are perverted anomalous cases of convulsive affection have been designated by the term shaking palsy a term which appears to be improperly applied to these cases independent of the want of accordance between them and that disease which has here been denominated shaking palsy dr kirkland in his commentary on apoplectic and paralytic affections etc cites the following case related by dr charlton as belonging he says to the class of shaking palsies mary ford of a sanguinous and robust constitution had an involuntary motion of her right arm occasioned by a fright which first brought on convulsion fits and most excruciating pain in the stomach which vanished on a sudden and her right arm was instantaneously flung into an involuntary and perpetual motion like the swing of a pendulum raising the hand at every vibration higher than her head but if by any means whatever it was stopped the pain in her stomach came on again and convulsion fits were the certain consequence which went off when the vibration of her hand returned another case which the doctor designates as a shaking palsy apparently from worms he describes thus a poor boy about twelve or thirteen years of age was seized with a shaking palsy his legs became useless and together with his head and hands were in continual agitation after many weeks trial of various remedies my assistance was desired his bowels were cleared i ordered him a grain of opium a day in the gum pill and in three or four days the shaking had nearly left him by pursuing this plan the medicine proved a vermifuge he could soon walk and was restored to perfect health whether these cases should be classed under shaking palsy or not is necessary to be here determined since if they are properly ranked the cases which have been described in the preceding pages differ so much from them as certainly to oppose their being classed together 
and the disease which is the subject of these pages cannot be considered as the same with shaking palsy as characterized by those cases the term shaking palsy is evidently inapplicable to the first of these cases which appears to have belonged more properly to the genus convulsio of cullen or to hieronosos of linnaeus and vogel the latter appears to be referable to that class of proteal forms of disease generated by a disordered state of primi vii sympathetically affecting the nervous influence in a distant part of the body unless attention is paid to one circumstance this disease will be confounded with those species of passive tremblings to which the term shaking palsies has frequently been applied these are tremor temulentus the trembling consequent to indulgence in the drinking of spirituous liquors that which proceeds from the immoderate employment of tea and coffee that which appears to be dependent on advanced age and all those tremblings which proceed from the various circumstances which induce a diminution of power in the nervous system but by attending to that circumstance alone which has already been noted as characteristic of mere tremor the distinction will readily be made if the trembling limb be supported and none of its muscles be called into action the trembling will cease in the real shaking palsy the reverse of this takes place the agitation continues in full force whilst the limb is at rest and unemployed and even is sometimes diminished by calling the muscles into employment End of chapter three